0: To me, I just find that companies that, that want to have this strong value system and live by it and and really encourage their employees to do that, that those are the companies that have, in my opinion, the, the greatest success. You're listening to the Build a Vibrant Culture podcast with professional speaker, coach, and consultant, Nicole Greer.
1: Welcome, everybody, to the Build a Vibrant Culture podcast. My name is Nicole Greer, and they call me the Vibrant Coach. I am absolutely delighted today to have a very special guest on our show. It's somebody I have had the privilege of knowing for an extended period of time. I've known her as a student. I've known her as a client and every kind of thing in between. And dare I say it, I'd actually call her my friend. I've got on the show today Jennifer Levin. Jennifer is the personal development, organizational development, Development partner at Bloom, a leading manufacturer of functional hardware headquartered in Austria. Bloom's U.S. facility is located in Stanley, North Carolina in Lincoln County and has 460 employees. You thought you had a lot of people to take care of? Hmm, Jennifer's got a boatload. So she is a coordinator for Bloom's International Leadership Network, a program for the company's worldwide subsidiaries to help connect people and strengthen relationships within the organization. She has her professional human resources certification from HR, RCI and has held previous roles in human resources for over 30 years. But when you take a peek at her, you won't be able to tell that's the truth. <laughs> so Jennifer is currently pursuing a degree in organizational leadership and learning from the University of Louisville and is a board member for the nonprofit Keep Lincoln County Beautiful. And in her spare time, she also organizes Bloom's Adopt a Highway program. Jennifer loves to spend time with her family. She loves to travel Travel. Maybe we'll hear a little bit about that because her 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 job lets her do that, which I'm terribly jealous of. And she's an avid runner. Please welcome to the show, Jennifer. Yeah, I'm so oh, happy I, to be here. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm so glad to have you here. Yeah, and if you're looking at the uh, video that we're going to post up to the YouTube, she's got this great uh, poster in the back that says, Do Hard Things. So, tell me a little bit about Do Hard Things. Yeah,
0: so, it's actually, it's a two-part um poster and it says, we can do hard things. Um, so it's it's really a, a mantra, I think, for, for myself, but also anybody who steps into my office. Um, and it's been, I don't know, I think kind of my uh, motto over the last few years. Um, so I would say, especially through the whole pandemic, there were just so many things that came our way that we had just never gone through before. Um, and to me, just always reminding myself, like, hey, we we're strong. you know, we we can do all this stuff that at the time seems really hard and difficult, but once we get through it, we feel so much better and and proud of ourselves that we can get through. Um, all the difficult situations so we I think we all can do hard things all the time uh, if we just put our mind to it.
1: Yeah yeah and like uh, Jennifer is a walking talking example of this because um, she's actually um, started uh, running here in the last few years right and we are getting ready to do some big races and things like that. I have my first half marathon next
0: week and I'm like I can do hard things, but I'm like nervous about it. It's in Charlotte. I, so I live um, in Lincoln County. So um, I run like the Denver area and I've been hearing all this talk, like the Charlotte area is like super hilly and really difficult. So it's like psyched me out a little bit. I'm like, oh my gosh, can I do this? <laughs> but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it with a smile on my face. I, I run very happy. So i very, very excited to conquer that first half marathon. And a marathon at the uh, end of this year, so um, we'll we'll see how that goes. <laughs> so, I, mean,
1: I know you can do it. I know you can do it. And like, if she's not talking about organizational leadership or organizational development, she's talking about shoes, yoga pants, running. Yeah,
0: that's right, right. What kind, what I, kind I, of socks? Have, that's right. I I believe in having at least thirty pairs of running shoes. So. <laughs>
1: Depends <laughs> on those feet are feeling today. That's not- <laughs> well, Jennifer, one of the things that I do on the show is I invite people to kind of give me their working definition of leadership. And you know, leadership is so central to what you do. So tell me what what's your definition of leadership?
0: Oh, that's a that's a great one. I mean, I think for me. Um, Well, first of all, I think we all can be leaders. I I think, you know, we always think about a leader being, you know, somebody who manages people or, you know, is, you know, running a company. And and yes, those are those things. But I think um, just individual contributors um, to the company uh, can have such a impact and I think if we all kind of have this mindset that we all want to to lead um, and to be good examples, and that to me what it, it is what a leader is. It's a person who is setting good examples, that is keeping a, a, a positive attitude, who is constantly wanting to have a growth mindset and be you know a contributor um, in a in a positive way. And I think you know why would you not want to, to feel that way on a, on a daily basis? I mean, I think, you know, if you, if you don't feel that, I think you're missing out, um, on just being, you know, happy and, and wanting to, to do more. And, and I feel like, you know, I, I, I want that for my own private, personal life, but I definitely want that for my work, too. And to me, they're the same. You know, I think we we have to, to be leaders um, at home and we have to be leaders um, in the workplace. So for me, leadership is definitely um, just, you know, doing, doing the best that you can, wanting, you know, more for yourself um, and more for those around you. And, you know, again, I, I really am a big advocate that we all have that ability to be able to, to do that. Um, so to me, wh- whether you're, you know, at an entry level position or you're running a company, you can be a leader just by the way that you present yourself, the attitude that you have um, and the direction that you that you take yourself
1: Mm, I totally agree. And I think that uh, this old adage, you know, lead by example, that is definitely what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, we, we, you know, have a choice. I feel like every day, you know, we can say, okay, I'm just going to come in here and I'm just going to do, you know, what I can do the best I, you know, I mean, of course you want to do the best you can do. But I feel like sometimes, you know, we just think, okay, there's only so much I can do. I'm just going to do it and move on. But I think if we, really look every day of how how can I I myself be better then I think once we can figure that out for ourselves then we can really help the people around us be better and I I just think about so many leaders that I have had just in my life um, that have really been good examples for me and have really helped me to grow and develop and that's you know to me, What I want to do for other people, Um, but I think we, we all have that ability to be able to make an impact on people around us. And that to me is is being a leader is is, you know, trying to help everybody around you do the best that they can do while you're also doing that for yourself.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, just harking back to what she said, you know, about running, she said, I run happy. And to me, I think that is a fantastic thing to think about because um, you can also lead happy. That's what I also heard you say. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like the energy or the uh, and again the positivity that you bring to things and so I've seen Jennifer in action and she certainly does that that is fantastic. So um both you and I have these weird um degrees um well you're you're pursuing yours but you're how how many more, how many more semesters do you have left? Oh One? So I obviously you know by
0: saying that I've been in HR for 30 years. I I I am not young. I'm I'm kind of at the uh, I don't like to say I'm at the, close to the end of my career. I still have a lot of time left, but I feel like I'm I'm an old lady in this uh, this education world, um, and I I laugh or joke with myself that if I can if I can at least get the degree before I retire, then I have
1: like accomplished something.
0: Um, but I I actually am a what they would consider a junior, um, so I have probably. Um, officially maybe two more years but real the reality is maybe a little bit longer because I'm kind of slow going I do a lot of travel which I'm sure we'll talk about and and I'm super busy at work and so I can really only take about one or two classes a term so but but I'm I'm doing it I'm I'm pursuing it and it has been Oh my gosh. I'm just so grateful for, for, first of all, for the opportunity. Bloom um, is supporting me for doing that. So, so thankful to have a company that, um, you know, wants uh, their employees to continue their education. Um, And I, like I said, I have learned so, so much from just the courses that I've taken, but also the discipline that you have to have to, you know, get, get stuff done. And I I have. yeah you know, i'm I'm the typical student, just just like maybe your your kids at home where I, I I actually just complained last night because I have a professor that you know I have to have stuff done like by five pm on a certain day and I'm like, I work, you know, I work during the day. I can't get this done. So I was like complaining about that. I thought, you know, gosh, I I'm, I sound just like a, a, my daughter did when she was in, <laughs> in college, you know, and so I had to tell myself, okay, you you got to be better, you know, you, you're the night before you got to get that stuff done. So um, it, it's been an amazing experience. I would encourage anybody really, if they um, either never got their degree or if they got a degree and they want to go get their master's. Or you know, you do not have to to be a certain age to get that done. You you should do it I'll be honest with you. When I was younger, it just was not something that I really think I, I would have I would have um, been able to achieve. It just was not something that. Um, I wanted to do. Um, but as I got older and just started um, realizing just how important knowledge is and and how much better you can be for knowing things. And so I just said, you know what, I, I'm going to do this. Um, and I have become just such a better person, you know, for having the experience.
1: Mm, that's fantastic. Yeah. So uh I, I've been with you during this journey of getting your degree. And um we both have this this longing to help organizations develop. And your yours is organizational leadership. Uh, And learning. And so you spend a lot of time putting together programs uh, for leaders inside of Bloom. And again, Bloom is a company located in Austria, and they make beautiful um, hardware that goes on cabinetry uh, that makes your IKEA furniture possible and also other amazing lines of furniture and cabinetry. Uh, so it's a cool, cool company. And what what would you say you've learned from putting together all of these learning programs? What is what have you learned? What? Yeah. So I think,
0: um, and again, I just I cannot express enough how grateful I am to have a uh, or to be with uh, with a company that values learning. Um, and, and really uh, sets aside so many um, resources for us to be able to have programs. One of the, the programs that you help us with is we have an expertise and leadership training uh, program where for nine days we put um leaders in, in our company through um, extensive leadership training. Um, and we also do, and you've helped with this too, we do mentor training where we have people from our production uh, staff uh, go through training so that they can be mentors for um, the apprentices that we have. And we just do just on a regular basis, just, you know, team lead training. We do just individual um, training. We do a ton of uh, safety training. So just so many opportunities that we have here um, for our employees to to grow and, and to develop. Um, and I think for me, just having the opportunity to work on putting that Stuff together. Um, I'm just so grateful for. I think from from what I have been able to experience, and, and I hope this is the case that everybody um, appreciates it. They they learn from it. One of the the things that that I recently did that I was just really excited about is I um, just did a course just on a, on the the company's history and our values, and kind of just who we are. Um, And I, I know I got a lot of good feedback from that where employees just said, you know, hey, that was just really nice to just learn about who we are as a company. And so, you know, I think I would encourage, you know, organizations to do stuff like that. Like, it seems like it was a simple you know, you think, oh, they they know this, but they sometimes they don't. They don't know, um, you know, how the company was established and and some of the the things that we've had to go through all these years to to get where we are today. And so, you know, just taking some time out and and teaching a course on on something like that, I think, is really important. Um, and then, like I said, I've just gotten so so much um, really just positive feedback and 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 just seeing the employees who have gone through a lot of this, this training, how they have grown. I don't know, Nicole, if you, I, I got kind of like happy because we just finished, um, our expertise and leadership, uh, module, uh, last week. And, you know, just to hear the people that had gone through that just say, oh, I learned so much about myself. Um, you know, I'm so self-aware now. And I just was like, Yes, you know it's just so exciting to hear um, people like come out of these programs really excited about what they've learned, wanting to take it, you know, to the next level. Um, so I mean, that isn't that why we do this stuff, right? So that they can um, grow and be better and and make the company overall better. Um, so it, it's worth it to me to get all this um, training done and, and put people through um, what I, you know, at the time, I'm sure seems difficult uh, and time and it's very time consuming. And I, and I get that, but they really do, I think, become better for it, which in turn makes the company better.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I will tell you that group of people we work with this last time, first of all, you know, talking about like diversity and like how you can um, do inclusion, right? And it, so this program that she does, expertise in leadership training, uh, people from all over the company, from Austria to Mexico to Canada, from LA to Denver, North Carolina, Stanley, North Carolina, you yeah. know, these people come far and wide and they get in a room for these nine days um, and it builds these super duper relationships. Um, so there's a big investment on Bloom's part, which again, I know you're grateful for. I'm grateful. You know what do you see happens to these people who get in a room and exp- you know have the experience of each other, you know, from different countries and different places? What do yeah, you see? absolutely. I mean, I think it's critical um because first of
0: all, you know you find out how much you have in common with, with this group of people. Um, and I think, you know, that is very important because I think, you know, you're unfortunately sometimes just, kind of in this particular area, or you're from this one part of the country, and you're just like, oh, you know, I I do this every day, I don't realize that, you know, there's people, all these people all across the world, um, that are also going through very similar situations, um, have, you know, same hobbies as you, um, have same, you know, family dynamics, um, and I think that is, very positive um, to have this connection with someone else from, like I said, from another country um, or for from another area, and then also it's it's really nice to see them interact with each other just from a work perspective. In that, you know, maybe one person's in production, but another person is a salesperson, maybe another person is in marketing and you think, okay, how, how does that work? You know, and then you find out that again, a lot of them have um, very similar um, day-to-day struggles that they go through um, uh, very uh, similar wins that they have, you know, and they, and they'll talk about that. Um, And it's, it's been for me, just amazing to, to watch that, that connection, Plus, it just to me, it, it builds just a more productive environment for the company um, when you can now know, like, hey, I. I know so-and-so from Brazil and, you know, or I've met, you know, Lucy from, from Canada. And so, and we do things um, outside of that, that training where they maybe will interact with each other again. And I have even before we've been on videos from, for maybe like a meeting or something. And I have seen like just the excitement in people's face when they see like somebody that they had been in training with. You know, even it was like several years ago, but they're like, "Oh, hey!" You know, like they're just so happy um, to see each other, and it just, like I said, it warms my heart because I think that is so important, and and you should. Just, it's almost, it to me, it's what connects a company. It's what gives you kind of that that family um, feel, and it's something that I know my company Bloom really wants um and, and prides themselves on. And like I said, it's for me, it's very exciting to be a part of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so I, I've I witnessed it firsthand that these people love each other, and you know, we had those three cohorts of three days apiece, uh, or those three sessions of three days apiece, and you know, like when they come back together, it's like long lost brothers and sisters or something, and then they have all these stories that they've developed with each other. They've got nicknames for each other. Yes. They pick on each other uh, in the greatest way, like brothers and sisters pick on each other, and it's just been fantastic. There was a young man that was in the group and, um, and he was such a good sport, but like every time he ate a donut or had a dessert uh, they're like taking pictures of him and teasing him with it and everything. So it was just, you know, yes. it really is like a family. So no it, no,
0: it is. And like I said, I really, um, it, like I said, it makes me really happy um, to, to to see it and to experience it because I know um, how, how that connection Works, You know, I, I tell the story um, to people that are coming into the training about my own experience, because I went through this expertise and leadership training back in 2019 about um, how I before that there is a colleague of mine. I um, will we'll say her name because uh, and she'll be so embarrassed that I did. Her name is Becky Jackson and she's in our <laughs> finance department and she does um expedits reports right so she and and she's excellent at this and that is a hard job and we have a lot of travelers and we have a lot of sales but folks that are doing traveling all the time. And her, her job is to make sure that all those expenses get put in and everything's done correctly. And um, I am not a finance person. And I like barely can balance my own checkbook, which less me keep up with, with finances. And um, I know before I had gone through this program with her, If she if I saw her name pop up on my phone, like I would go into house because all I could think of is like, why is she calling me? What have I done? I know I have messed something up. I was so scared of her. Um, And we were in this program together. And we became just the best friends. We are our, our children uh, come to find out and went to the same college. And we just had all this stuff in common. And also, I learned through through this learning, like what she has to do every day, how difficult it is. And it changed the way, like, I even viewed my expenses. So, like, I thought to myself, Jennifer, like, you need to be better. You should be keeping up with your receipts. Like, you should have all this stuff together. And so, I I changed the way that I was was doing that and, and the way that I even interacted with her from a work perspective because I learned, you know, how, how, much she needed me to, to be better. And I also think, you know, just again, she, I think she learned about me and she knew, you know, okay, okay, Jennifer's not good with finances. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be so hard on her, you know, if everything doesn't balance out, you know, or I'll be more patient with her. And, And she was, and had we not had that training together and had that opportunity to learn about each other. And, and like I said, spend time together and stuff. I don't know that that dynamic would have ever happened. Um, and I would have still, you know, been, been, uh, petrified every time she calls. And so now, like when I see her, her name pop up, I'm like, Oh, it's Becky. I can't wait to, <laughs> you know, talk to her. So, um, that is, that is, part of learning and that is why you do um these types of programs i think is because it connects people it allows them to be able to to find out um about each other personally but also from a work perspective um and it and it changes relationships and and again that is to me the the win um and why you invest in learning um because there, there really are very positive outcomes that come from it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And so I'm just kind of reminiscing as I'm listening to you about this class, because um, the other thing I think that comes out of this class is like, you realize that there are such hard workers around you too. Like it, yeah. it's very inspirational in the group. And the, and the guy I'm thinking about right now is Armando. Mm-hmm. So in our last, cohort we had a gentleman named Armando who is from Mexico and we would ask him what are you working on he's like Armando I'm working on Armando <laughs> you, know? And just like, you know most people are like I'm working on the budget I'm working yeah. on whatever uh, but he's like no I'm working on me but the amazing thing about him was that he he was coming taking all these classes in English yes like translating it out of Spanish into English um and like working twice as hard as anybody else because he's got this language issue. Yeah. by like the third uh session, everybody was like helping him out. And he wasn't embarrassed anymore to, to be like, how you say this? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so the whole room is like trying to help him give the vocabulary lesson today, you know? And yeah. so I mean not only was there learning going on about Bloom about you know, leadership, about building a culture, about change, about emotional intelligence. I mean, the list goes on, the stuff we we covered, but this guy's learning English and the whole room is helping him. Yeah, no, I know. And I don't know if you noticed, like,
0: it was really interesting from, like, the first session to the to, to the last, how better his English oh was. Oh, my gosh. So he had really improved with that. And and I shared with the class a story because I had a few weeks before that session, I had been in Mexico. And so he is um, a, a salesman. You know, he, he um, works for sales down in, in Mexico, but also... I found out when I got down there that he's also like a craftsman. He he puts together a lot of the kitchens and he has just this other like side hidden talent that I didn't even know about that, you know, and I got to see that in action too. And, and you just realize like, we sometimes just see this one side of a person, yeah. but there's all this like amazing things about people that if, if we don't invest in them, if we don't seek this, sometimes we don't know it. And you have to spend time with people and you have to, you know, really get at the core of a person sometimes before you realize like oh this is a hidden gem this this person has got a lot (laughs) um that that we can really tap into you know but if you like I said if you're not asking if, if you're not um seeking that out sometimes you don't you don't get it um and so I think that's one of the things that I, I just really feel passionate about that. We have to, um, got to ask these questions, and we we need to be looking harder uh, and deeper in, into what people um, have there because I think that there's there's a lot um, that that we can get, can gain um, from learning more about people
1: hundred percent. Yeah. And like, like we said, you know, of course there's that first day, uh, but you know, we jumped in when we worked with this team and it was like, uh, we're going to do, you know, your identity, your vibrant identity. We're going to do your stepping stones, your points of light, all this kind of stuff. Um, And so they got to know each other very quickly, but I was just so impressed with the learning curves um, that these people went through. So let's let's shift gears a little bit because I do want to talk a little bit about the fact that you have an international company. Yes, you travel all over, and the world is going global. I mean, that's just the way it is. We are a global world now in terms of like we do business everywhere. We import export things all over the world, and so that dynamic is definitely at play. Where do you see? the benefits, you know, of being a large company across the globe, other than like sales and market share. Obviously those are the two things, but yeah. what happened, what's going on in your company that's so positive because you're global and what do you see in your travels?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, if, if you, especially if you have a company that, that is kind of all over um, it's very important to connect each other um, because I think, we're really seeing this now, um, and I, I think it really started with with COVID when you know, oddly enough, when you couldn't travel, but all of a sudden now you are having to spend more time. I think trying to figure out how can I connect. Um, with these people from from all over the world, um, and you realized, you know that that there was this opportunity to to really tap into a lot of potential that wasn't not necessarily just in your particular area or your market, but all across. And I think that that's something that Bloom has done very well, in that they have really tried to make sure that we look at at ourselves as not just in Austria are not just here in the U.S., but that we have these, you know, we have over 30 subsidiaries all across the world that we can really tap into to help us to to grow. And from my perspective, um, and like I said, I'm probably doing it more from a learning or kind of a leadership standpoint, but you can learn so much from, everybody um and 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 see what other people are doing in fact talking about armando so the the general manager for Mexico is a gentleman by the name of uh, dunstan and and he um, is this amazing leader and and uh, we learn from armando just how much he he respects him and his whole team really does and one of the things that I love about dunstan is he always says you know I go to these other um subsidiaries or you know, I, I look to see what they're doing in, in the UK or what are they doing in Brazil, what are they doing in in Singapore. And he takes all these different ideas and he brings them back to Mexico um, and uses it from like a sales and marketing standpoint in, in his um subsidiary. And that is what I think is is, is very encouraging and, and I have done that from a, a learning standpoint. I have a colleague that I work with in Poland and, and I talk with her very often about, hey, what, what are you, what are you doing there? What, what is it that, um, you know, people in the Poland facility are needing and learning, um, and, and reaching out and saying, okay, is there something that I can do here in the U.S. that would help me? Um, same thing, you know, I have, I've got colleagues like I said, all over the world that I'm constantly just tapping into to say, hey, you know, is there is there a new idea? Is there a different way that you're doing things that maybe I don't know about and tapping into that? And it all translates, right? It doesn't, even though if it, maybe it's not in English or, you know, maybe it, it can be a little bit different. Um, I know like sometimes in in different areas, there's there's different laws or different cultural um, aspects that you have to lo- look at, but you can always you know modify it um, and and change it and make it better. And so I think we we have to be constantly looking at ways that we can and ways that we can change, but that also ways that we can think from like a wider perspective. And I think that's why you really should, especially if you are uh, a more international company, that, that you should be interacting more with the company as a whole. Um, because I think you're just missing out on so many amazing learning opportunities if you're not asking those questions. Like, you know, what are you doing here? What how how are you uh, achieving your goals? And finding that out, and then in turn bringing it back and saying, "Hey, let's try this. Let's let's see if we can do something different here." Um, And and that for me has been just a a positive experience to be able to 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 see what other countries are doing, um, and then bringing it like for me here in the US to say, okay, let's, maybe I need to modify a little bit, but I'm going to, I'm going to take that idea and I'm going to run with it. Um, And I've seen it through the other subsidiaries um, as well. And it's been very
1: positive. Mm, That's fantastic. So you're very, very diverse. You're all over the globe. But um, the the final question I want to ask about Bloom is this, is um, we, we have this thing at Bloom called the fingerprints. Yes. And so while we're in Poland and Canada and Mexico and L.A. and here and there and hither and yon in Austria, where the home office is, uh, there is one thing that unites Bloom, which is um, the idea of the fingerprints. Will you share a little bit about the fingerprints? Yeah, so we originally at
0: Bloom have, I mean, we have our core values, of co- uh, of course, um, but back in 2018, we, or, and I say we, our, our um, owner, uh, Philip Bloom, um, decided, hey, I want to kind of add a little bit um, to our core values. And so, we came up with this uh, concept called the five fingerprints. Um, and it's just really, like I said, it's kind of an addition to our values, but it's how we want to really live um, our lives here at Bloom, how we want to uh, interact with our customers, our our suppliers, um, with each other. And so, for example, um, one of the, the five fingerprints is that we want to be approachable. Um, and I love that one um, because I think about all the time, how do people, and you say this a lot too, how do people experience me, right? So, when, when you meet me am I approachable you know it, do you want to come and talk to me do you want to interact with me um, I hope the answer is always yes um, but you know I think that's important right Definitely. like how 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 do you view me um, and how do people view blue and um, are we a company that you could come to and, and always feel like you're, you're getting good customer service that as a, as a supplier, as a vendor, I love working, you know, with Bloom, you know, they're, they're always great to work with. And then also a, as, you know, a, a, a peer, you know, if, if someone calls me, am, am I, you know, positive with them? Am I in a good mood? And I, and I tell people all the time, look, it's okay. Sometimes if, You know, I've had I've had people before that have have knocked on the door, and maybe I'm on a call or something, and I have to say, "Hey, like, give me a minute or whatever," and that's okay. I I tell people like it's okay if you need a little bit of time. You don't have to always be on. You know, you you can it you can uh, tell somebody, "Hey, I got to get back to you," but you got to get back to them. Right, so if you help somebody, I I need a little bit of time. Make sure you follow back up with them, and then also make sure that that interaction that you have with them is always positive. Um, another one of the fingerprints is that we want to be dialogue driven. So we want to be able to have conversations. We want to talk through things. We we want to be um, able to have sometimes difficult conversations, but we also want to be very candid when we have those conversations, but we want to be open. I, you know, I tell people all the time, if I don't know what's going on, if you're having a, a problem and you don't come and, and share that with me, I, I can't do anything. Right? You got to talk about it. You got to be willing to come and and have that that talk. And I think that it's important as a company that we constantly are having those those conversations. Um, and like I said, not even just with each other, but with our customers, with with the people from the outside. Um, and so. We again we have this kind of concept that we're we are wanting as part of our value system to always kind of make a, a fingerprint, want want to have those kind of lasting traces, you know, with each other and with, with everyone around us. And I'm I'm very grateful, like I said, for the company that, that they want to add this. And so one of the things that we're doing with those those fingerprints is again we're we're making sure that our employees know what these are. Um, we're we're actually getting ready to um put the the fingerprints kind of all over the uh, company um in 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 the facility so all of the employees will be able to get to see these. And then one of the things that I do um, is I'm trying to again kind of push this out in even more detailed. So we did it in the expertise and leadership training where we didn't just talk about them, but we also talked about like, okay, how can we, you know, implement this even and greater and how can we get this more ingrained in our day-to-day activities? Um, I'm going to be doing a manager um, training on it in a couple weeks where all the managers learn, again, not just what are the five fingerprints? But how can we lead with them? You know, how can we um, constantly make sure that we're we're pushing these out um, in in everything that we do? And so, I think that's another thing. I think if we if we come up with the concept within an organization, we got to keep you got to keep going. You can't just say, "Oh, this is this is our value system. This is who we are." I mean, you have to live it, um, and you have to want to to do that on a regular basis. It just made me think, um, Nicole, you know, we just uh, visited Piedmont Plastics um, last week as part of that training um, and so grateful for, for that company and and the opportunity to be able to go in there. And that was one of the things I really took from them is how they find that their value system is so important and so ingrained in what they do. Um, and everything that they do from just you know, a phone call to a meeting to setting up a, a supplier—every everything has to do with their value system. And you—you you could tell that, and just in the conversations that we had with the employees that we met. And I—I I just I appreciate companies that care about that. And to me, I just find that companies that that want to have this strong value system and live by it and, and really encourage their employees to do that, that those are the companies that have, in my opinion, the, the greatest success.
1: Yeah. Uh, And, you know, when we uh, when we arranged that whole thing with Piedmont Plastics, you know, the the whole thing is, is they're very family oriented. And, you know, here come uh, I think how many of us were there, like 13 in our posse or something like that. Here come 13 people we've never met before. We're going to we're going to buy them lunch. We're going to show them around. We're going to arrange another visit over to another company, you know, so um, Um, I I just like I said, it, it was like it made me just so happy.
0: Because I was like, first of all, I just appreciated the partnership. Um, and and I gotta tell you, like Chad and Marco, who who are at Piedmont Classics, I mean, what a blessing they are for that company. And, and right. I loved working with them. And and they were, they were just so kind. Like, like they fed us gumbo. And we all <laughs> you know, we just all like it on the bus ride home, like we just we're just so happy. We were just talking about like, oh, how like just the, what an amazing day we had had with them. And I just like, why, why do we not do this more? Like, why do we not have these, these stronger partnerships with other companies? And because we're, we are all like, you know, we're all really wanting to grow and develop and, and to build these companies. And, and this is, this is why you do connect with others because you learn like so much. I mean, i I took so much of that day back with me and and I have been thinking about it and how I wanted, you know to to bring it to to the company here. So I, I just think that we we should be doing this more and and I'm, like I said, very grateful for them for allowing allowing us in and and sharing their experiences with us because it made us
1: better. 100%. So big shout out to Chad Roberts and Mark Moore over at Piedmont Plastics for making uh, Jennifer's life my life, and of course, this whole cohort of people internationally. So we're just trying to connect everybody. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the Build a Vibrant Culture podcast. You're certainly doing that at Bloom, and you're building a culture that reaches far and wide across the globe. So I celebrate you, Jennifer. You're amazing. Thank you. And I'm so
0: grateful for you and everything that that you um, bring to us. Um, we would be um, just so lost, I think, if we did not have have you there to help us um, and to guide us. and and I think again, at the end of the day, like I said, we just, we, we should always want to, to grow and, and to be better. And if you're not in that space, um, you got to get there. You got to figure out a way to do it. Um, because it, once you are, um, it's, it's just amazing to just see the, the accomplishments that you can make and, and how much better you feel um, overall um, when, you, when you are
1: doing hard things. That's exactly right. All right. So you're over on the LinkedIn. And uh will you tell people where they can find you over there? So um that's a good question. I think that <laughs> you, you put in my name,
0: you can you can find me. Um and again, I'm I'm always um available just you know, email or through a phone call. I, I'm always so happy to talk to anybody um if you know if you need you know, any information just about the trainings that we do here at Bloom um, or even the trainings that I've I've done with you through vibrant. Um, and like I said, happy, happy to share things. I, I can tell you some things that have worked, things that have not worked, um, <laughs> and, you know, and because we are, we're always just trying to, to figure it out. Um, and, and we grow from, from sometimes from messing up. Um, and so I'm, I'm always open to, to to share some some things that that did not go well, um, so that that you can do better from <laughs> for sure.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So find her over on LinkedIn, uh, and it's Jennifer. And let me spell her last name for you. It's L E V I N, and then it's hyphen P H R. She's got that little certification tuck, tucked on the end there, makes her an expert. I worked very hard for that. It was a hard. That was a hard. That was a hard. Yeah. Hey, hey, everybody, this HR ain't no joke. That's
0: (laughs) But can I say that I got to do a shout out for that. If you have not ever studied for that or if you've been thinking about doing it, I highly encourage you to do it. It is it is difficult. um, And I was. A nervous wreck through the whole experience because I thought if I don't pass this, I'm going to be humiliated. Um, so and I think everybody feels that way. They're like, oh, it's like you put so much pressure on yourself. But I learned so much from it. Um, I feel like I am a much more strategic thinker um, from having like gone through you know, that experience, um, and very grateful, um, to have, have gotten that knowledge. Um, you really, you, you, study parts that, you know, you don't normally think that, that you would know and learn and stuff. And, and I, like I said, I've, I, I'm a better person, um, from having experienced it. And, and it is worth the, the studying and the, the, courses and stuff that you have to take so anybody who's ever thought about doing it I would I would encourage you to do it and see if your company will, will support you because usually they will um yeah. and it's, okay. it's
1: yeah and it's the professional human okay. resources certification through HRCI and you know dare I say this Jennifer but I think even the people in our c-suites not just our HR person but you know, if a CEO, a COO, VPs, anybody who's managing people, you need to know about DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. You need to know about the law. You need to know yeah. about, you know, training. You need to know about putting together a culture. So that certification covers all the gamut um, of all parts of HR. But I think any true leader, any true professional must understand how to manage and lead human resources. Yeah, oh,
0: absolutely. And you gain, like I a- said, you just gain so much knowledge on just like on employee relations and just, you know, how how to better, you know, handle circumstances that come your way. So, yeah, don't don't necessarily always depend on, you know, your HR team to do it. You should you should want to do it. um, Well, for sure. And and um, like I said, it it only makes you better. Um, And that, like I said, at the end of the day is is
1: what we are are aiming for. That's exactly right. Thank you so much for being on the Build a Vibrant Culture podcast. I know you loved listening to Jennifer. You're picking up all her energy. You're ready to go out there and seize the day. So go down to the bottom of the screen, wherever you are, on your iPhone or on your Android or on your laptop and click like and leave a comment about this episode. And then, of course, subscribe to the Build a Vibrant Culture podcast. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Oh, so good to see you.